Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, the man who loves questions thrown at him in an arbitrary order. It's Frank. How are you today? Is that the first one? Oh, God. I don't know. What am I supposed to say? Uh, fine, I guess. How, how are you? We're all fine here. How are you? <laughs> um, what, what is this? What is your operating number? <laughs> You're not Frank. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> boring conversation anyway bam got him everyone turned off the podcast um so frank how are you today i'm doing quite well how are you my friend i'm doing fine the sun is hiding behind some clowns there's some snow on the ground that's already turning to slush because you know that's the world we live in now where even the snow can't stick around long enough to say hello wow someone's got abandonment issues yeah, i'm sorry that my parents left me um, when I was 25, Tim, I when know, I, I know left your parents. them to go I, live on my own. I know you your know? parents. I've, I've met them. I don't, yes. I, I think you're, I think they're lying to you. No. <laughs> my parents said they were both going out to buy cigarettes and they never came home. They never came home. They don't even smoke cigarettes. Why were they going there in the first place? Doesn't Who make was sense. coming over? Anyway, it's a boring conversation anyway. Exactly. Um, Frank. You're probably drinking a beer of some kind. Could you tell me about that? That was an excellent guess. That was a very good guess based on the name of this program. Yes, I'm drinking a beer that I'm very excited, very, very excited about, uh, and that I have been waiting and saving the last one to drink on, on air with you. Um, Tim, I went to I went to the motherland. I went to the promised land. That's right. We're all thinking it. We can all say it at the same time. Vermont. Israel. Oh, <laughs> Vermont. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Different promised land. Yeah. Different. Uh, I yeah. went to Vermont. You know what they have in Vermont? Jerusalem. No. No. I don't know. No. Still, still a little bit off. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in Vermont, they have the Alchemist Brewing Company, the Alchemist Fine Makers of Heady Topper. <gasps> Heady Topper. Yes. Legendary. So Legendary, legendary, beloved uh, double IPA. It is one of the most sought after beers, one of the hardest to get your hands on because um, their distribution is rather limited. And even if you were to go to the brewery, um, they're very limited as to the quantities that they are able to, to give out. Um, so it is it is a very, very good, very drinkable IPA. Um, it is, uh, it's won all kinds of awards. It's very well regarded in the sort of 
American craft beer um, community, mm-hmm. especially up here in the Northeast. Um, it is actually they recommend drinking it right from the can it, it, um, and not, really? not pouring so it no, into a glass. Don't pour it. Really? It says, yeah, yeah. It says uh, to drink it right out of the right out of the can. Um, it says that actually kind of all over. It's written uh, all around the top. And uh, if you must, if you must drink it from a glass. Uh, you may find that some of the hop resins have settled to the bottom, so leave them in the can while pouring. Yeah, it's it's. You want to keep. You want to drink it cold. You want to drink it immediately. Um, so I, I've been hanging on to it for a couple of weeks uh, for uh, waiting for the opportunity to drink this with you, uh, with our fine listeners. Nice. There's a lot of rules for that beer. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> drink it cold. Drink it. Don't drink it from the can. <laughs> don't drink it from this kind of glass. Only from the can. If you have to drink it from a glass, I'm like, like, my God, just give me the beer. <laughs> well, just drink it from the can, and it's simple. You get all get that. Drink it cold. I drink it from it. the can. End of story. I love that, uh, Frank. I'm also drinking a beer from Vermont. Isn't that a, a wonderful coinky dink? I love it. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm still working through my collection of the Von Trapp family brewing, ah. um, uh, the Von Trapp family brewing beer. This is a a Berliner a Berliner Weiss style. Um, so it's a little bit on the it's a little bit on the um, the lighter side. Um, you know, original. You know that Austrian. Yeah. That Austrian tastes. Um, they say that there's some raspberry raspberry in there. I think I think I can taste it. Truthfully, it's not my favorite of the Von Traps. I like, you know, I I'm much more partial to um, uh, Liesel than than Luisa. So sure, um, sure. So the the Weiss is um, the Weiss is fine. I'll be happy when it's done. I need to move on to other things. Sure, I, the Berliner Weiss is fine, but I prefer the Edelweiss. Bam, got him. Fun story about Edelweiss, right? So um, when the um, prime minister of Germany uh, came to the Clinton White House in the 90s, they played Edelweiss like on the arrival. And uh, and the um, the the prime minister or his wife was like, "Um, that's a very nice song. What is it? And they were like, it's Edelweiss, you know, like oh, you know no. the 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 flower of Germany. And they're like, and they're like, nope, Mm-mm. nope, not us. <laughs> like that's made up for the Sound of Music. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a Broadway musical. Also, Austria. Also, Austria. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh boy. Sound of music, yeah, it takes place in Germany, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mozart's rolling well, in his grave. Although well, I guess he's dusty now, so he's it, swirling in his grave. <laughs> it would have taken place in Germany if the good guys lost. Let's put it that way. Mm, yeah, that's a good way of put. That is an excellent way of putting it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Frank, since we're both drinking beers, I think it's time that we revisit our old game of thinking and drinking. Ah, uh, we're already doing the drinking. Let's start doing the thinking. Exactly. Let's start thinking right away. Frank, what is something that you covet? Ooh. It's a tricky question because you're not supposed to covet anything, Frank. That is true. Not your neighbor's possessions, not your neighbor's wife. You know, like you got to. Husbands are fair game, though. Totally. Open season on husbands. Open season on husbands. But not wives. Um, I don't. That's interesting. What do I call it? All right. I, these questions are usually open to a certain amount of own interpretation, so I'm just going to go with my gut. Um, I 
am right now, I am, uh, we were just talking about this offline, but I am looking at some new podcast gear, and some of it is a little out of my price range, so I'm not going to be able to get some of it, but but the stuff that I can get is exciting. But I, yeah, I'm sort of, you know, if, if I were to use the word covet, it would be like, oh, I really want some of this these, this gear and, mm-hmm. and nerdy gear, and that uh, podcast stuff and, and guitar gear that I've been looking at and guitar just, gear right excited right. to like, that i forget that you play few. guitar i obviously know that about you um because i know everything about you but it's i've not thought of you like wanting the gear for a guitar oh sure much. oh sure yeah i mean i don't i don't spend a lot of money on it uh really at all and really my electric guitar is a re- is is the first electric guitar i ever owned it, it's a very low end one um and and you know i was at this crossroads and think okay i want to buy i want to make some upgrades do i want to buy a new guitar or do i want to buy a bunch of new podcast gear because for the price of one new guitar one new electric guitar that's like nice uh, like my acoustic is pretty nice my electric not so much but i don't play it as much so hmm, i've decided to once again put off getting a nicer guitar and stick with the nicer podcast gear for now um and the next chance i get to to do some kind of an upgrade i think i'll i'll jump on a, a new telecaster or something but for now this is this is uh that's that's what I've got that's what I'm covering that's what's on my mind is mm. new audio do, gear. Do you think that you would play the electric more than the acoustic if you had the nicer guitar or do you, do you find the acoustic I mean the acoustic maybe less obtrusive like the the electric guitar is like I'm bothering somebody because I'm playing the electric guitar. There is a little there is an element of that for sure. The main reason that I have not invested more in an electric is be, in a nicer electric is because I haven't really had the space where I could play it as loud as I want to play it without annoying people. Sure. You know, I've mm-hmm. all, we've always lived in an apartment or a condo, you know, always a one level kind of thing where I'm just like in wherever I am, I'm in the next room or two rooms away. Um mm-hmm. so if I were to play it, you know, at the level I'd want to play it, I'd be bothering whoever I live with, whether it's my parents, now it's my wife. Um but um when we have a new house where maybe there's a basement and I can get a little further away and, and play a little bit louder without being worried that I'm bothering her, that is when I will jump on getting a new electric. Because um, then I'll actually play it more because I'll be able to play it and not be so self-conscious about you know, getting in the way, being, being right. too loud. Yeah. No, I asked that. It's a very specific question because my wife goes through that. She plays guitar. Like We have three guitars sitting in one room. Well, one of them is an electric, and she just doesn't play the electric as much. Part of it is because you're like, all right, I got to take it out. I got to plug it in. I got to do the thing. It's like the difference between like pressing the button and being like, Watch Groundhog Day, and right. then, or like getting up and like getting the DVD, and then opening the exactly. thing. Exactly, it's like it. What it's kind of like that. Um, there is some of that too. Like I got to plug it in. I got to pick which effects pedal I want. You know all that stuff. Yeah, that it is a it is a bigger step process, and but there is like a fear, like musicians who live in a house. Even if you live with other musicians, there's this fear that I'm bothering you while I'm making music. Right. You know, like, oh, somebody doesn't want to be listening to this. So um, maybe because you're like not just playing through a song and then moving to the next song, you're like trying something. You're like trying a new riff or you're trying to get a fingering. Exactly. Correctly. It's when you're practicing, when you're just noodling around, you're, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, like that's you don't want to be imposing on whoever you live with. Right. With that. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I'm I'm sorry that I'm playing City of Stars from La La Land for the 11th time in 5 yeah. minutes, but I'm trying to make sure that I know how to play it. Sure. Sure. With the acoustic I can I can, you know, shut the door and play a little quietly and and not be such a bother. What about you? What are you coveting right now? Um well, what am I not coveting? Like possessions, your wife, you know, like My whatever, wife? you know, like <laughs> Oh no, that's not what I'm not supposed ah! to do. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Oh bother. Um no, okay, this is this is so odd and specific. So I I live in a nice house. Like I'm not this is not a like a a, a diss on on my home, which is very nice. You've been here. Yes, you know, it's a very nice are, house. It has rooms and a roof, the nice colors on the wall, blah blah blah. My wife's cousin just bought a house on 22 acres of land and right and i for for which this is hurts the most basically the same price that we bought our house for Oof. it's just because the town one the house needs a lot of work and and two the town is less desirable than than the one that we live in and so the so the prices are just different so for like you know however many grand more like you got 22 acres of land and I just want that land so bad. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. And like, I've neighbors are fine, whatever, but like to just walk outside and not hear anything is like besides birds or the wind or maybe a coyote. Like that is the, that's a dream that I probably will never, I'll never live. And it's so funny because like, if I said, just even three or four years ago, like, did you would you want that? I'd be like, no, you got to live close to the grocery store. If the ice cream starts to melt, by the time you get home, you live too far from the grocery store. Hmm. Like, I like that. I like that rule of thumb. That is my that was my rule of thumb, and I mean, like, when you're really like, oh, I got to drive thirty minutes to the store. Like, I'm I'm not about that. But no, you know, when you got to drive twenty minutes, like that's uh, like you can do that. That's okay. Sure, that's fine. There are pros to living in in, a, in an urban area, though, because like like my like my wife needed a, a Benadryl the other day, and I was able to like go to the CVS and back within ten minutes. Right, like you can't do that if you live in the boons. Like he's like you just it just doesn't happen. So so I'm coveting land. Um, okay, which I yeah I think I mean that's like a very adult answer. Um, if you want like the geek answer. I covet hot toys, um, which are like the ultra realistic, like facial sculpt. I have a, a more than I should, um, but um, but there are. But like, I would get every one if I could. I just love them so much. I just the amount of detail, like to be like, that's Liam Neeson. He's here in my room in miniature form. Like it's it's just crazy that like if the light hits their eyes correctly, that they like look like people. Um, it is and wild. so, yeah, that is, uh, yeah, so that is what I am. That's a good one. That's a good answer. Yeah. Those are both good answers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have one for you. Okay. Um, we've been talking about this recently, so this is actually a well-timed one. Do you wear slippers at home? Yeah, I'm wearing them right now. Are you? Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing them right now. Didn't used to. Okay. I was Same. all, all socks guy or just warm shoes like a monster you um, wore shoes in the house like a monster yeah really? when i was younger i mean because like you kept your shoes in your bedroom we kept our shoes in our bedroom okay sure and so like you got to go through the house to okay. get to the bedroom all right fair fair 
That's, that's but like that's but then like once you drop them off, then you then you don't wear them. I wouldn't okay. like wake up on a Saturday and like put my sneakers that's on. That's more what I'm getting at. Like you didn't intentionally put on shoes to wear around the house. That would be. I think that'd be a little strange. Like, no, oh, good morning. I, I'm putting on my house shoes now, but slippers, which are basically house shoes, is fine, I guess. Yeah, no, slippers are good. The ones that I, the slippers I am wearing are, <laughs> I would say they're they're no good, but they're super comfortable. Like they look awful, and not in a way that like, oh, they're well loved. They're just a like they look so poorly designed. They look more like a sleeping bag than a slipper. Um. Huh. So if you actually go to my Instagram, you can see this. I posted a picture of me wearing Power Rangers sweatpants. Oh, wait. I did see this. I did yeah, see this. Those, yes. those, oh, and somebody, like, somebody even poked fun of you for the slippers, didn't they? Yeah, they're because they're no good. It's not that I was wearing slippers. It's that the ones that I'm wearing are garbage. They don't look great. But they're really comfortable because most slippers, and we can all say this, are basically just cardboard with a layer of cloth overneath, and you're still standing on the floor. Right. And and I have a bad back. And so if I'm standing for too long, like the slippers are not helping me. I like mm-hmm. really should be wearing shoes. And so these um these have some nice padding to them. So nice. they're pretty comfy. I am all in on good slippers. I am all in on good slippers. I used to not really wear them and then I would wear the like, you know, whatever, the the cheap ones you got from Walmart or Target that you had to replace cuz they were basically cardboard. Like you're saying, but then, yep. a, a, and then I, I went back to not being a slippers guy. And then a few years ago, we have some relatives who retired from LL Bean. Oh, and they, hello! And they have access to deeply marked down LL Bean uh, apparel. The, fa- the family discount, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the employee discount. And so, uh, yeah, I was I was gifted. A nice pair of LL Bean slippers. Um, this is actually my second my second pair now, and it, but but they last like a good five plus. Sure. Oh plus yeah. Years. LL, I mean LL Bean used to have like oh it's broken. Come back, we'll give you a new one. Right. I bought it twenty seven years ago. Doesn't matter. That's fine. We'll, we'll take, give you a we'll new replace one. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that used to be their policy until just a couple of years ago. Yep. Um. So yeah, these are really nice, very comfy, very warm. Um, I, I love them. I love them so much. And I, 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 if anything, I'm worried about wearing them out too quickly because we're in a pandemic and I stay home all the time. Um, so I'm sort of like, maybe I should get just like a cheap pair to wear on off days or something. I don't know. But, um, but I love them. One of the best gifts I've ever been given. I've had this pair for just over a year and they're still fantastic. I love that. That's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, you don't really think about how much, like what you walk on. And then what that brings into the house. And so that's really where a good pair of slippers just helps keep your floor clean. It's true. You know, it's true. like so. Um, so be hygienic, everybody, especially in a pandemic. You're supposed to leave your shoes like as far away from the rest of your house as you can because you don't know what you're stepping in. So, um, Frank, this is a question that I think that as um, I, I think that you could I think you can relate to this one because I certainly can. Have you ever overstayed your welcome? Have I ever over? I'm sure I have. Um, I'm sure I have. I I am. I have to admit, I'm probably. I I'm probably more aware of the reverse <laughs> of when someone has overstayed their welcome, or or when I wish I could leave. 
a situation. Oh, well, I'm so aware of that second one. Well, yeah. I, I I'm, am I'm, acutely I'm... aware of those. And when I've overstayed my welcome, gosh, um, I, I, I guess um, I can think of, uh, I can think of like times where maybe I got overambitious and thought, oh my God, I'm going to visit my friend back in New York and we're going to hang out and we're going to spend, uh, a weekend's not enough. We got to do like four days, five days, whatever. Like, and then by like day three or four, it was like, this was a mistake. This was too many days. This mm-hmm. was too many days. And we still got more days to go. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. Yep. Cool. We're going to power through it. <laughs> so it was sort of a, I had, I overstayed my welcome probably, but it was a mutual decision on everyone's part. No, that makes sense. I, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I, th- I am, hyper vigilant about not overstaying my welcome like i because i hate like when people just don't get the hint like well it's time for us to leave and then you're there for another hour like you're like okay it's time to leave now um but uh i i know i do it if i'm like i haven't done this in a while because you know now i'm married so and it's a pandemic so i don't go anywhere um but you know like that like i'm at a party I don't know anybody but you, and I know you want to talk to other people, but guess what? I don't, and yes. you're the only one that I know, yes. so guess who's my buddy this evening? It's yes. a you. Oh, I definitely do that, too, where I'm just sort of like, yeah. well, we're joined at the hip now. Yep, and so that, yeah, so just those, like, those like uh, oh, I'm at this, I got to go to a fundraiser or a gala or, you know, like all the all these things that sometimes you have to do for work, and um, and you're like, well, I don't want to be part of this conversation anymore, but it's all you're all I have. Yep. So yep. Yeah. So those those I I but I'm also like I said I know when it's happening and I willfully ignore it, which I don't think makes it better. I just you sometimes know, you got to though, like in the moment, yeah. in, a, in a moment like that, like you have to be there. You cannot leave because it would be it would be way ruder to leave um, mm-hmm. too early. So you kind of it's like sorry, you're kind of my victim, and I'm kind of just gonna be hovering near you or maybe yep. trying to make conversation. Yep, I totally get that. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah. Do you have another do you have another question? I do. Um so what actually this is kind of a fun one. What was the last picture you took on your phone? Um I oh my phone hilariously my phone is dead cuz I like to <laughs> <laughs> like I so I can't even check. It's Wait, like do you have your one, iPad? Can you get it did it Yeah, I can do I can do it on my iPad, but like I sometimes I like to let the battery run down Fair. all the way and uh and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to be recording, so I don't need my phone." LOL. <laughs> I'll buy you some um, time if it would be Oh, helpful. the last photo I took is sending you the oh. podcast. I put all the podcast equipment. <laughs> That's right. Which you... is very on brand for what's happening. Right Very on We were having I mentioned we had we were we were talking about podcasting gear off offline. It's because Tim got some new podcasting gear and he sent me a picture of it. Uh that's funny. The last one that I took actually was one that I, I sent to you. Well, not technically. This morning I took a picture of the bread that I baked. But uh this, Ooh, yeah, but, I saw that. It looked but, good. Thank you. Yeah. This is more interesting. Um the last one before that was a picture of some beers that I sent you over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a beer store. Also uh, on brand. Also on brand, yes. And I found a found a Clockwork Orange themed beer called Clockwork Mandarina. That is a New England style pale ale. I did not buy it, um, so I no no spoilers for a future Beer Geeks episode. But anyway, that's the last one I took. That's great. That I there's something 
very wholesome about the fact that our like basically our last two photos was podcast equipment and beer. Yep. And now we are on a podcast with beer. Yep. With beer in the title talking about it. This is a really snake eating its own tail kind of really completely that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. The if the photo before that, I took a picture of a Star Wars book. So, you know, that's nice. Yep. Also continuing the brand. Well, Frank, uh, this is going to be a sh- potentially a short question because I know my answer. What part of your body would you never get pierced? <laughs> Mine is all of it. Okay. You know, <laughs> That's an like, easy enough answer. Yeah. <laughs> like I, like uh, my ears, if, if it was necessary for some reason, yeah. like I had to become a pirate to flee from my life or something, but... You know, besides that, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm just good. Gonna, nothing, I have nothing against piercings at all. I just it's not a good look for me personally. I'm just gonna say this: um, the real answer is something I don't feel comfortable saying. Uh, let's just say just that say, on the, just say on the, the name of the monarch on, that it's named after and call it a day. <laughs> the Prince Albert. You can oh, 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 yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say, like, let's just say that if this was bingo and everyone gets like the, the free space in the middle, like yeah. the free space in the middle is between my legs. But the um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with like my tongue. Like th- that seems like extra oh, mm-hmm. or, or like eyelids. Like that seems like very sensitive. Uh, you know, people get like their eyebrows pierced and or their tongues pierced. And I was like, ooh, that's ooh, that makes me wince with pain for you. Like I, I, not judging your choices, just. I feel pain watching, looking at that. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. what that would feel like for me, and I'm very yeah. So that that would be my answer. Yeah, the yes would be your answer. Good yes answer, Frank. Is being Good my answer. answer. Um, I agree with all of those. I maintain that it all of it, but all of it, but, all of it's really yeah. good. Yeah, but like if push came to shove, those are the places I would not, I would not budge mm-hmm. on. Um, yeah. If you could try out any job for one week, <gasps> what job would you choose to try? Any job. Any job. Any job. It's a lot of jobs. Um, I would probably. Oh man, that's tough. That's actually really. I would. Right, that's a hard one. Like, do I have to? I would assume that I have to have a skill. Right. No, let's not limit ourselves. Like, uh, just uh, okay. Because, like, a I say, like, I'm world, not good at get... math or chemistry, but I wanted to be a paleontologist as a kid. So, like, sure. should I want to try that for a week? Absolutely, I would try that for a week. Like, but like, say, like, I'm a skilled writer and editor. So what I would I would like, would I want to like be an editor for DC Comics? Absolutely. I'd want to try that. Sure. For a week. That's so a good I'll say Either of those. That's a good be... answer. That's a good like, like bifurcated answer. Like within the realm of possibility, this one without the realm of possibility, that one. That's that's great. I like that. Um, outside the realm of possibility for me would be some kind of pilot. Like like oh. whether that's an airline pilot or a, a you know like a, or an astronaut like like I would love to I've always thought it would be cool to like get a pilot's license. Plus, I love tra- to travel. I would love to, you know, if I was like a commercial airline pilot doing you know transatlantic long haul flights, that'd be real a really cool job. I think. I mean, apart from the the thing where you're like never with your family, um, it would be very cool if let's say I was a younger man. A single man. Um, it would be really cool to be able to like see parts of the world I wouldn't otherwise see and be able to fly all the time. Because I've always thought it would be so cool. When I found out that you can get your pilot's license at like sixteen, 
I was like, wow, I wish I was rich so I could get a pilot's license. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, but uh, that's still something that, like, if I could take some flying lessons, uh, you know, maybe even just a couple, not enough to get a license, but just a couple of lessons for funsies, uh, you know, yep. someone wanted to gift that to me at some point when I'm, like, 50 or whatever, um, that would be super cool. That would be super, super cool. I would love to, to take a few flying lessons and, and get to dabble with that a little bit. That would be super cool. So what's in the realm of possibility? If that's outside the realm of possibility. Oh, no, you said astronaut. Like, right, so... Yeah, that's in the realm of possibility, definitely. Yeah, that's in the realm. Uh Uh-huh, for sure. I've I've seen you in a real-life spacesuit, Frank, you know, so, like, let's, you know, let's not kid ourselves. I I have done that, but... um... Uh, you know what? Within the realm of possibility, uh, I would love to do... So what I already do, I I do, you know, marketing. I work in the marketing realm. Um, I would love to do that for a brand that I really passionately care about. The first one that comes to mind when I was like right out of college, I was like, it'd be really cool if I could be like in charge of marketing for like the Beatles. Cause like they have social oh, media, yeah. they do advertising. They, you know, when they put out new releases of remasters and stuff like that, it, they do some actually very cool stuff on social media with a lot of that. It would be so cool to be the guy who is like the marketing manager for the Beatles. That's that's a cool job. That's very very cool. Technically, in the realm, I have the skills to do that. Am I good enough at it, or am I well connected enough at it? Probably not. But I would call that in the realm of possibility. Awesome, Frank. I think it's about time that we uh, we we call ourselves to close. Um, so, where can the people uh, find us? You can find us over at beerwithgeeks.com. That is where. All of these shows uh, are are found. You can find the show notes for this and all of our episodes there. Anything we've we've referenced, uh, we tend to link to there. You can find links to our other shows uh, like Academy Rewind and Read Up and our newest show that will be launching in just a couple of weeks, uh, which is The Gospel According to Lucas. Uh, you can you can hear the trailer for that. Actually, I'll I'll, I'll play the trailer for that at the end of this episode uh, for anyone who hasn't had a chance to check it out yet. But that is our new project where, uh, you know, you heard us a couple months ago talking about like Tim talked about his thesis with where he talked about King Kong and uh, the shape of water and uh, the, uh, the, the, the wonderful connections he was able to draw between these different films and, and find the parallels. Well, we're kind of doing that where we find the parallels between the Star Wars films and uh, the Bible. And uh, we think it's a pretty we think it's a pretty fun show. We think it's something that, that if you are of the persuasion where the Bible and Star Wars are things you're interested in, you might want to check it out. Uh, so you can find that linked uh, from from there, the gospel according to lucas.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, but uh, the show notes will be at beerwithgeeks.com. You can also find uh, us on Twitter at beerwithgeeks. You can find us anywhere podcasts are found, whether that's Amazon or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or Overcast or whatever you like. Uh, you can support us. Uh, it is a pandemic and and things are tight. If uh, but if you've got a you've got a buck a month to to spare, we would sure appreciate your support over at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio and you can email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. Frank, all that was so well said that I have nothing else to add, except that I'm also excited for the gospel according to Lucas. It's gonna be so fun, Frank. It's gonna be fun. Starting on Ash Wednesday. Yeah, yeah baby. All right. Well, until next time. Cheers. cheers. A long time ago, 
in a galaxy far, far away. Use the Force, Luke. We all know the story. It's a tale of good versus evil. And now, it calls to you. It's the story of a chosen one foretold by a prophecy. You are the chosen one! A chosen one who will bring peace and justice. You know who we're talking about. Anakin Skywalker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? 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 Introducing The Gospel According to Lucas, a weekly podcast where the Force meets Catholicism. It's energy surrounds us. Each week, we'll take a look at the upcoming Sunday Gospel reading through the lens of Star Wars to uncover the Christian connection with a galaxy far, far away. We'll answer questions like, how is Luke Skywalker like St. Peter? It's not about lifting rocks. What does Qui-Gon Jinn have in common with John the Baptist? He is the chosen one. Are Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, and Ben Solo all Christ figures? From a certain point of view. And much, much more. It's against my programming to impersonate a deity. The Gospel According to Lucas, a Catholic Bible study podcast for Star Wars fans. Coming Ash Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. Subscribe today at thegospelaccordingtolucas.com or in your favorite podcast app.